T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You know, we talked a lot yesterday about the news that Gregory Woodward would be uh, retiring from the University of Hartford when his contract is up this summer. And we had John Feinstein on yesterday to talk about, you know, John Feinstein in the Washington Post is very critical of the school and in its the way it handled its transition from Division One athletics to Division Three. Obviously, we've told the story ad nauseum. When they qualified for the NCAA tournament, I believe it was in the spring of 2021, and they played eventual national champion Baylor, and they, I don't think anyone acquitted themselves better than Uhart against Baylor. And then soon after, uh, they announced the decision and the plan to transition from Division One athletics to Division Three, and upset a lot of people because oftentimes making the NCAA tournament can be statistically you know, great for fundraising and great for applications and so on and so forth. So it just, it's created this incredible story that's eventually led to the coach leaving and, and this process has continued and now the president is, is stepping down. And so we wanted to get, we've asked the school for president Wilbur to come on and they said, no, although I have had, and I will, I will say some, some constructive uh, exchanges with Molly Polk, uh, who uh, is the head of, um, communications for University of Harvard, and I can share some of the stuff they talked about. But I wanted to bring in uh, Joe Coughlin, former member of the Board of Regents at the University of Hartford, um, Brian and Company in WTSC. Joe, good morning. How are you? Hey, Brian. Very good. Thanks. Listen, I, you know, in terms of where we're starting, in the, listen, you're, you're no longer on the Board of Regents. You're, you're speaking for yourself, and I think that's, you know, important to point out. But in your opinion, you know, the, the school's been very clear. You know, his tenure at University of Hartford is right in line with average tenures of college of presidents. His contract is up. He's 69 years old. In your opinion, is this just the natural order of things, or is there is there more to it? Well, first, can I just give you a, a, a couple of kudos, because it ties in very nicely. Um, I was listening to that interview yesterday that you had with uh, Jason Diaz, who's the firefighter running for the next uh, up there. And... Um, I just love that motto that, you know, uh, step up and lead. And the second one was Feinstein, who I, I think calls the best balls and strikes of anybody. And he's got no skin in the game, right? right. So um, in terms of 
in terms of Woodward, um, he let's let's be clear on this. He was looking for an extension on his contract. How, wait, wait, and, that's spe- you're speculating that. I mean, no, I'm not speculating. I'm not speculating. The fact is that, I mean, his office was cleaned out five days before the the, the public announcement came out on Friday last week, and same thing with Boxer. Well, I just have to say, I mean, I have no. It's it's your word. I I have to just be clear on that. Oh, like, of course it is. Yeah. Of, of course it is. All I can tell you is uh, what uh, what what people uh, on campus have said, and uh, comes from very very reliable sources. This is not just tossing garbage out there. This is the reality that finally, I, and I say finally, the board of regents understood the financial impact that this. This transition, along with other things, you know, and by the way, I'll, I'll be, you know, give equal time, you know, in terms of, yeah, I, I see, I would be listening, I would be willing to listen to another side of an argument if it was prepared properly. But essentially what happened with this entire thing is it's analogous to the January 6th committee where you stack a committee and you basically say, this is what we want to happen. This is what we want to prosecute. Let's get a few people on the committee and then basically throw them off because there was one athletic person on, really, and then there was some two assistants. And when the car report was being prepared, it basically dropped the other three people out. And then there was some nine to 11 people that when the report, the first draft of the report came in, they tried to meet and said, you've got this wrong. You've got this wrong. This is off. And they said, no, 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 no. We're good. Thank you. So. As far as where the, the nine or 11, I think it was nine individuals that came forward and said when they finally saw the numbers, and this is speculation, where I heard where the, the excuse was, oh, that was just a typo. It was enough is enough. So listen, we're talking with Joe Coughlin, former Board of Regents and alum of University of Hartford here on Bryan and Company and WTIC News Talk 1080. Uh, you know, you know aside, analogy with Jan 6 aside, you know, there's – there's very little doubt that, you know, with the the report you're referencing is the one that basically talked about the finances and how much money was being lost by being Division One, and right. the the side that's critical of the transition said it was manipulated to further the cause of wanting to transition from Division One to Division Three. I'm more interested right. in sort of like, so you you believe that Woodward wanted to stay? This is your opinion, and and he's not staying. But my my. But my question, this is a speculative question before we get to the, the moving forward thing, which is the most important part of it, is if, if the, the head of the Board of Regents, David Gordon, was supportive of Woodward and, you know, he's being turned out too, like if, if he wasn't re-signed, then where did this movement come from if he had a lot of broad support among the board? So wait, the question is why? Why, why did David Gordon allow this to continue? Or, or what? No, it's the, more like you know why now for him not not to be back and for him to meet resistance now as opposed to six months ago or a year ago or or two years ago when the decision was made. Well, you know what? I, look, you know you've seen my you've seen my post, and I think a lot of people. Uh, you know, I, I'm a business guy, right? And um, I just happened to have a, a long tenure with the university. I graduated in 80. I was uh, a three-sport athlete. Like I said before, when we talked, I wasn't any good at any of them. <laughs> but we weren't Division one at the time, right? We were club. And um, golf was, um, you know, I guess just entering uh, Division one. But that's it. And uh, 
I think that what happened is, you know, when if you're a board member and you're coming in four times a year, you're basically presented materials the week before and you're given an agenda and you're given the board minutes from the previous meetings. Right. And then you sit there and then the school presents whatever is the topics and then essentially you vote on them. Mm -hmm. So if somebody prepares something and it says that the car report that was put together by Jeff Hathaway, uh, and it tells you that you're going to save $13 million by going from D1 to D3, and you look at the financial condition, and you look at the fact that you've lost over 1,000 students, and it's not COVID, okay? It's part of COVID. It's part of what took place. But it's also what took place with, you know, there's a change in America, right, that's going on with the educational system, and people are really starting to, to question the value proposition. Sure. So I'll, I'll give, you know, again, credit and uh, some credibility to that. But what you have is, you know, a situation where these people decided that, you know what, we're going to go for the quick hit. We're going to go and say, look, uh, we can find that fix. And the, the assumption was, and if you knew nothing, right, and you hadn't done your homework and you hadn't read the 90-page report, which no one, I dare say, did, right. and they certainly didn't read the counter-report, which was the Schwartz report, which was a far, far more credible report, which really had taken on, you know, all of the issues in their entirety and analyzed how student aid was being delivered, the combo aid grant, which is athletics and academic and all the other things that were there. They, they went into this thing and they presented this material and they voted on it. And they said, okay, let's do it. That's the quick fix. But the quick fix was based on the fact that you have 350 student athletes and you have some of them getting athletic scholarships and you say, we're going to eliminate those and we're going to just, we're going to just transition day one. All 350 students are going to turn into full fair paying students. That's the way it's going to work. That's where you get the 13 million, but that never was going to happen. Right. What did we, what did we find out? 35 lacrosse players left instantaneously to date. I think the number is 160 student athletes have left. Joe, just put a pin in that. We have to take a – it's a snow day, so we got to check traffic really yep. quick. We'll come right back to it with Joe Coughlin, a former Board of Regent at the University of Hartford and Hartford alum. Uh, we're still joined by Joe Coughlin, former Board of Regent at University of Hartford and University of Hartford alum here on Brian and Company. You know, in, in terms of moving forward, you know, I was <laughs> I was a, I was an average D3 athlete, uh, and, and I have – zero problems with it i think for me the ultimate draw to the story was i just didn't understand how you could have such success with march madness and then immediately reverse course without sort of seeing it through that was really what drew me to the story initially but now that we're here joe it doesn't seem like there's any going back and so i have questions about what's what do you think is going to happen with the leadership of the school if he if he's gone by, by the summer, it's not enough time to get a real search going yet. So they need some leadership probably for next school year. And then the second part of it is the athletic side is, which, you know, it's doubtful they can reverse course on this athletic transition to Division Three. You can choose whichever one you want first. Well, all right. So let's just talk about the, um, you know, March Madness for just a second. There's independent media groups, and I can't tell you what the names are right now, but I could certainly get them for you. But independently said that, our appearance at March Madness was worth upwards of $130 million of free advertising. Do you know that to this day that Woodward never met nor congratulated John from, first of all, winning the conference, 
second of all from appearing. And when the team came back, he never met with them, never congratulated. Do you know that there's not even a Facebook post congratulating the university team for appearing and going up against Baylor? Could you imagine the petulance that an administrator that on a national stage for the first time ever allows that team to go and imagine the morale that he created here, right? So we have all of this stuff that took place, and you ask, like, where do we go from here? So, I, you know, I'll just tell you this. One, we are in the first year of a three-year transition, right? Three-year transition. So you know what we do? We stop the transition. That's the first thing we do. The second thing is I've heard that the commissioner of the Coastal you know, Conference is retiring. So the fact is that maybe he wanted it to happen, but maybe the new president does and over there. But the reality is we stopped where we're going. We have a very, very optimistic that we'd be taken back into the conference that we were there and we move forward and we do what we said we would do. This is what any we've I've said, why don't we get the Barney School of Business to do a, an analysis and do the pros and cons. And if somebody had done something and put truly the car report and they cared, they really cared about the outcome. They didn't predetermine what the outcome should be, which is a guy. And by the way, let's look at this. Woodward lied about the fact that he was his high school Hall of Fame, right, at Hall High School, I believe. He lied that he played at Villanova and a D1 athlete. Villanova didn't go D1 until, you know, 10 years later, 1983. He came into this thing. He reneged on deals with people that were pushed out. 26 people left the athletic department instantaneously. I was actually asked to meet with a compliance guy before a board meeting at Elizabeth Park, and he said, They've targeted John Gallagher. You've got to, we got to get rid of Gallagher. If he wins 15 games, we got to dig up dirt. We've got to get rid of the Irish Mafia, right? So I go to Woodward. I go to him in 2017, in the first six months of his tenure. And you know what he does? He ignores it. Walter Harrison, the ex-president, goes to him and says, hey, listen, you've got a problem here. He ignores it. I finally, I go to David Gordon. We meet in lunch in Connecticut, midway between Hartford and Rye. David here. Gordon is the, the Board David of Regents chair. Gordon is chair. the chairman of the Board of Regents. And you know, I present this. I go, David, we've got a real issue here. We've got a lot of harassment that's going on. We've got some Title IX issues that are going on. We had lawsuits that were starting to fly. And we're sitting there. And you know what he says to me? He says at lunch, he goes, I think he's, this is what I think he's going to say. Joe, uh, geez, I'll, I'm going to look into this. And you know what he said? Hey, Joe, why don't you resign? Why are you putting yourself through all this? And, and I sat there and I go, are you? I started laughing. I said, my gosh, he's, he's a funny guy. And he goes, no, 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 I'm serious. Why don't you resign? And I turned around and I said, I'm not going anywhere until I time out. Now, I'd love to join the board after a year again and do another three years, but that's the way it works. But no, I've, I've got okay. another year and a half or so to go. So that's what happens. So, so this, this is where... You had an entrenched, you know, uh, theology of we're getting rid of sports. We're dumbing it down. We don't care about sports. Listen, and it was I, the group of individuals that decided that. We have, a, we have a small chunk of time here. I will point out that the school has said, you know, right now they've had their best year of fundraising in the athletic department in some two decades. Applications <laughs> are up 9%. I'm just saying this that's officially okay. from, from the school. I have to be able to to, to work that information <laughs> in to, to, from the school. You know, what I, what I do... You know, one of you know, we don't have a whole lot of time here, and we're talking with Joe Coughlin, former member of the Board of Regents at the University of Hartford, and of course a University of Hartford alum. Is you know what what happens 
moving forward. I, I the realistic element of transitioning back to D1, I can't speak to it, right. but they need leadership at the school moving forward. And you yeah. know, David Gordon will no longer be the head of the Board of Regents come late spring too. So what's going to happen and what do you think should happen at, at the top here? Okay. So one, I, I can't tell you everything of, you know, certain names of individuals, but the one thing I can say is I do hope, and I do know that there's some business leaders and they are very, very senior in the Hartford community alone that are very much behind the fact of bringing like a uh, Walter Harrison back on an interim basis. What we have failed at is uh, the searches that we have done in the past with national search firms. I truly believe there's, there's a, a guy that I'm, I'm very close with who's been saying for years that said, you know what, we need somebody from the Hartford area. We need somebody that understands West Hartford and the Hartford and Connecticut community. So as far as where do we go forward, you know, I think that we have uh, there's an incredible opportunity that that can take place here. We refine the vision, we explain the value, and then we execute it. You know, the old line that which is measured can be managed. So, I mean, and look, we got some great things. If you look at local, Imani Jenkins, she led the the, the country in scoring in women's soccer for six weeks this past season. Yeah. The entire country, D1, she finished in the top five overall amongst teams like Duke and Arizona and Texas. Her father happens to be Larry Jenkins, who played under Jack Phelan at Hartford, right? Look at what we've got here. Let's build upon that. And, you know, I, this line, I, I always love this line. It's like, courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something is more important than fear. The brave may not live forever, but the cautious do not live at all. We have, we always had a chance at Hartford. It's the reason I got behind it. It's the reason I donated. It was the reason I served on the board. There are good people in Hartford and in Connecticut. And to say that we're going to go D3, we're going to surround ourselves with the highest concentration of D3 schools on the planet. Whether you take the Northeast or you go south of us, you've got 78 teams that are in our area and you've got 54 that are just south of us. This is insane to sit there and say that we're going to do better. What they have done, we've got to reallocate the fact of student aid. We've got a, this thing called combo aid. So what we do is realign it and take what they've stuck in student academic aid into the athletic aid, and we put it back in the right box. So this, let's just have a real, a real report done, a commission that's put together independently, and let's bring in these business leaders and do that. We can do that fast. Walter Harrison could take the helm immediately. We reconstitute a board. I, I've got people that I would love to be chairman of the board. It's not me, I can assure you. And I think that there's some people that would step up in. And you know what? Here's the deal. If in four years or five years, it's all about the student yeah. experience. Brian. And I know that I, I sound like a lunatic or I sound incredibly passionate. I hope I do. But the fact is, people are not going to pay 50000 never mind $75,000. Uh, and I'm not saying Hartford 75, but I'm saying look at what's out there. They need to go to school. If they're going to live off campus and they're going to live in a dormitory life. You've got to give them something that they can believe in, a shared experience. And the reason I got behind athletics was because, one, athletic teams have the highest GPA of the school. They are the best workforce people because they know how to be coached and they played on teams and they're the best donors going forward. What is not to like? Yeah, so build we, on that reputation. We got to go. Uh, Joe? Appreciate the passion and the insight. I have some responses from the school after we take a break. Uh, of course, we appreciate the insight and that 
Uh, you know, I, the Walt Harrison angle, it's, it's something that's I definitely am glad you said it because I know it's out there. And let's stay in touch. Hold the debate someday, Brian. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, bud. All right, Joe. Joe Coughlin, a former member of the Board of Regents at the University of Hartford and an alum. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 